The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance on News Talk. Now, underage drinking is a reality in this country, but uh, is there a conventional wisdom on whether teens should be introduced to alcohol in a controlled setting like the home? Parents are divided on the issue, so we wanted to discuss uh, the parenting side and the health side. And to that end, I'm joined by Mother of Seven, Irish Times columnist Jen Hogan, and by Research Officer with the Health Research Board, Anne Doyle. Good morning and welcome to you both. So, uh, Jen, uh, you have teenagers, Mm -hmm. so what are you doing? Well, I suppose, yeah, I wrote about this yesterday in the Irish Times and I, I was speaking to other parents of teenagers as well as obviously being the mum of a teenager. And I think that the, the consensus really was that the vast, vast majority of parents are introducing alcohol, myself included, before the age of 18 in not in very different ways, I suppose. Uh, some people are accepting, you know, when their teenagers maybe hit that age of 16, that this is that this is going to be part of their lives and so they allow their children to drink maybe at weekends or on holidays and different occasions like that. Myself, what I was doing or what I had done, um, now my children who were who were introduced to it before are now actually adults. I have an 18-year-old and a 21-year-old and when they were that age it was a case of maybe letting them have an odd, the odd drink on a very odd occasion. So it wasn't well you're 17 now you can have a drink uh, because you know you're almost an adult. It might be it's a very special occasion. You can have a glass of wine at Christmas or, or something like that. So it was still, there was still very much this whole idea that it wasn't something to be done as normal. There will be parents listening in to say she's kidding herself. All she was doing was giving the guy a top up. Yeah, you think that would do, <laughs> And you know something, I actually feel like I'm looking at them now and both of them are, are like, I mean, my 18 year old could take her leave having a drink. The 21 year old isn't a big drinker either. And it's not, and I honestly, it's not being delusional. It's, um, I think had I, said absolutely no it definitely wasn't happening they'd be off drinking when they were out with their friends and there's a there's a facilitation happens now as well okay. it's kind of so accepted. is it about demystifying drink it was it was about demystifying about it about seeing also how they react to alcohol in my presence in my company in a safe uh, environment where I'm saying okay he or she has had a glass of wine and I can see that in them now I can see that's affected them and it was it was a bit about demystifying and a bit of a comfort for me as well. Whether it's the right thing to do or not, I'm still not 100% sure, but I don't, I think they have a healthy attitude okay, towards so alcohol. Far, then. So far, but they're very young and that's, that's a, uh, that's kind of thing. Okay. But it was very much the, the same reaction. When I asked parents about this, I literally got hundreds of reaction uh, replies and the number of people who insisted on waiting until their children were 18, you could count on one hand out of hundreds. It was incredible. It was the vast majority, but all very embarrassed that they were doing it. Yeah. I'm just wondering, is there still peer pressure, even if uh, they're ha- allowed to have a drink at home, to go drinking with the few cans uh, down? And fields. Yeah, yeah, I think that's still very much part of it. But there's a change that's happened now because maybe parents think that we're now new, we're kind of these modern forward thinking people. We think that we're different to our, the previous generation for some reason. They seem to um, facilitate it. So there's parents often will allow uh, teenagers to gather in their house and have drinks like prinks. Prinks are happening at a pre, you know, an underage yeah. age. That that's kind of facilitated now. So not only is it there an acceptance of it that if they don't uh, allow it, maybe there'll there'll be a curiosity about it, which will make them drink more. They're facilitating it, thinking that it might. Yeah. How do you um, react then now. if there is a special occasion, maybe a birthday party, yeah. and you decide a glass of wine, and there are kids from other families there who are also underage? Do you allow? Oh them? well, no. Actually, you know, we had one occasion where it was uh, one of my kids when they were turning seventeen, and I remember at that age, I was going to allow the, uh, my son to have a drink at that. Uh, at his 17th party he was having a couple of pals over and I said um, to the mums 
are you okay if he ha- if your lads have a drink, right? <laughs> I was mm. being like, I wasn't being cool around that it was going to be a drink. And the parents all said, that's fine. You're in your, that's fine. Just that. Except one. One didn't want to and that was grand and we, and, and he didn't mm. and completely respect. And I had no issue Of course, with again, uh, the cynics out there would be saying, sure, they're not drinking, they're <clears throat> smoking weed. Absolutely. Drugs are the big fear and that was what I heard again when I asked parents about it. There, there's, there was this attitude, do you know what? Alcohol's the least worries. It's like parents don't see that alcohol is a drug itself. Drugs are the big concern and weed is the least of their concerns. They're much more concerned about harder drugs than that cocaine and particularly in certain areas where it's so freely available. You know, there's Mm. it's not only that it's outside or they're afraid that they'll come across. It's already inside their friendship circles. So your theory and uh, it remains a theory until they're all well educated (laughs) and married and all the rest of it um, is that introduce, uh, you know, the occasional drink while they're underage to demystify and perhaps they'll have a, a, a normal drinking habit and when they get very, older. very close to actual age. So I'm not talking 14 and 15. I'm talking very close to being 18. OK, so uh, Anne Doyle, who's a research officer with the Health Research Board. What's what say you? Sorry, Jen, but <laughs> it is a practice <laughs> that should be avoided. Um, we in the Health Research Board put together a report last year on youth drinking and other drugs. And consistently, the evidence shows that parental provision of alcohol is a practice that should be avoided across the board. When we when we look at the literature, when we look at the data, kids that are given alcohol by their parents are more likely to drink earlier. They're more likely to seek alcohol elsewhere. They're more likely to report being drunk. They're more likely even longer term and um, they're more likely to develop a, a dependency on alcohol. Now, obviously, that's not every child, mm. but the very it, there is a real risk there. And that's not just Irish data sources. It is internationally as well. So when I know. Parents so, so are you are you telling me Han, that if parents say no alcohol in the house uh, and they may still get alcohol outside the house or even you know, topping up the vodka with water, with tap water, which <laughs> kids have been known to do uh, if they find vodka, vodka in the house, that they will fare better than kids who are actually, you know, if you have to get it clandest- in a clandestine way, that you fare better long term than the kids who are given alcohol by their parents. Yes, the risk is higher if you're given alcohol by your parents. So, like, as I say, it's not every child at all. It's not going to mean that your child is going to develop the dependency. It just means that the risks are higher. Now, in terms of why that might be, I mean, given that you're part of the health research board, you're looking at maybe the the neurological reasons why that might be the case. So I know from our study, we looked at various sources of literature and one of the sources that we looked at was examined the developing brain, an adolescent brain and Mm -hmm. compared that of a binge drinking adolescent compared to an adolescent who hadn't binge drink drank. And you could see the very clear structural kind of changes within the brain um, from uh, on the brain of the adolescent who'd been drinking. And it is associated with neurocognitive deficits, which and especially prominent or in um Decision making and inhibition. So these it, it but, has a but very would that be manifest if you had one drink for, you know, this occasional drink that Jen is talking about, you'd hardly see neurological changes in the, the, the brain. No, now one. that was um, adolescents who binge drink. But just to say also that we have a very high level of binge drinking among our adolescents in this country. We're actually ranked, I think it's seventh highest in 35 countries. So our 
our young people are drinking at a very okay. Are, are we talking about apples and oranges here? That Jen is talking about the civilized uh, family that she runs. Uh, yeah, that's <laughs> <laughs> and uh, you're talking about maybe an out of control family where uh, you know the kids come home half locked and no one does anything about it. Well, I think that we all think our children are civilized yeah, <laughs> and that they don't. We're all have, delusional. Yeah, <laughs> Um, so it's just I think it's just when the evidence very clearly shows that it's a practice that should be avoided. Then for me as a parent, I it would be something that I would adhere to. Yeah. So so your advice would be wait till you're 18. Yes. Yeah. And I think it's really. And then they can go into a bar themselves. Well, I know. Which yeah. is extraordinary because they, it's like putting a learner driver on the motorway, which they're not allowed to do. You have to pass your test before you ever embark on a motorway, which is quite bizarre because yeah. suddenly you're in the maelstrom of traffic. So you don't have a drink until you're 18. You're 18 um, on the night out on your 18th birthday. You can go into a pub order what you like. But you don't need practice to, to learn how to drink, you know. Well, you do see. you not? Because, no. you know, the, <laughs> and the, idea you know is the kid who just takes a shoulder of, of vodka and, uh, you know, mixes it with some sweetener and is absolutely in danger of death almost because they drink it so fast. They think it's like lemonade. Mm, um, but I suppose if you're by the time you get to 18, you are more mature, you're mm. able to make better decisions. And so you might make more kind of practical decisions about how much you drink. Jen? Yeah, no, I can absolutely accept that. And that's why even uh, I mean, I don't know that I was I did the right thing. And it sounds like I, I possibly didn't. Would, it, would they have not drunk at all? They probably... I don't believe that would have been the case either. I think in the conversations that I was having, and I think having spoken to parents about the reason they were taking that approach was they felt they opened up the the conversations where if they shut it down, their teens weren't talking to them at all. And so they didn't know what was going on this way. It was like, well, I can, you know, speak to my mom or dad about it. It's not a big deal. They're not. It, and when I say it's not a big deal, that's not to minimise the, the effects of alcohol. Are. It's not a big deal to have this conversation. And if, if she says no, there's a reason she says no, because she allows it on those very odd times. And so it was about opening that up. I obviously am concerned when you talk about neurological development and things like that. That's something I think a lot of parents aren't aware of. I think with my own parents and I had an incredibly strict upbringing. I mean, my, my parents were really strict and very adamant. There was no going out to parties and there was no drinking outside that. But even my mum let me have a glass of wine at Christmas when I was growing up. And it was it demystified it for me. So when I turned 18, I didn't think, oh, I can't wait to get out now and hit the clubs and hit the parties and be able to drink. It was yeah. just part of I had my up. first drink when I was uh, 18 in college, in yeah. first year in university. And the reason we didn't get hammered is we didn't have the, the money. The money, and that's <laughs> the difference. People, Absolutely. Now, I want so to read out some income. of uh, the text or this is a WhatsApp. As a mother of a 20 year old and an 18 year old and two younger, I believe giving your child alcohol under 18 is showing them that you don't respect the law. When I offer my over 18s a glass of wine on a Sunday, they never accept. Most kids don't like the taste and only drink for the buzz. And it's binge drinking they engaged in. Uh, controlled drinking at home does not stop binge drinking outside the home. So don't kid yourself, Jen. That's from Vanessa. Thank you, Vanessa. <laughs> uh, another one. Uh, my mother spent time in France in her youth. When I was a child, we had a glass of watered down wine with a Christmas or birthday dinner. I grew up looking at my friends and classmates getting absolutely trashed as young teenagers. 
teenagers, and I decided I did not want to be that embarrassing mess. As an adult, I do drink, but I've actually become quite fussy about what I drink, and I know my limits. I also don't get hangovers for a similar reason. Uh, Does your guest really think that her children didn't drink outside the house with their friends? Mm -hmm. It's just irresponsible to introduce alcohol teens whose brains are not fully developed. The parents' job is to protect their children, not potentially damage them. Another one, the age is 18. Is it a parent's responsibility not to uphold the law? Well, you can drink what you like in your home. It's only in public, uh, you know, in a pub that you can't. Uh, Let's see. Why are we encouraging teenagers to drink at all? I started drinking at 16. Use it as a coping mechanism for 30 years, especially when I was out due to social anxiety. Gave up drinking in my 40s. Best decision I ever made in my life. People need to educate their teenagers about alcohol, not not offer it to them. We ought to enroll our children into drinking as if there's no other option. The vast majority of people drink way more than they should. There is no safe amount. Uh, Check the stats. Uh, let's see my parents allowed my brother and I to have a beer and a glass of wine at home with them as teenagers we learned to have a respect for it and boundaries around it my friends who were living in strict households went absolutely nuts when they were 18 so there you are my dad never drank and was really strict on alcohol I never drank until I started college I went totally crazy then Dave says yeah, too much money Dave <laughs> <laughs> anyway in conclusion uh, your final advice Anne would be don't give your children alcohol before 18. Jen? Yeah, I mean, absolutely. I'd be avoiding it as long as possible, as close to 18 and 18, ideally, if you can get there. But I do think it still comes down to the fact that your teenagers do have a degree of independence and you really want to keep those lines of communication open and be minimising it at the very at the very worst, I suppose. All right. On that note, thank you both. Anne Doyle, Research Officer with the Health Research Board and Jen Hogan, who herself has teenagers uh, and uh, even your 18-year-old is still a teenager. He's a teenager, he teenager, is. Teenager, but you have a 21-year-old yeah, anyway yeah. as well. Uh, thank you both very much for joining us. The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance on News Talk.